Today's show is pre-recorded. Sure will. Well, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice. Oh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, steady trying to be about the business too, y'all. I, I'm, 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 I'm doing all I can. But you know what's crazy? In the efforts that I make, I can do more. You know, my father used to tell me something when I was growing up. He said, "Son." When you've done your best and you've done all you can, sit still for a second and just do a little bit more. Always remember that. He said, when you've done the best you can and you can done all you can think of, he said, sit still for a minute and do some more. And you know what I've discovered in my life? I always have a little more. I ain't ever just out, out, out. Completely. I can't take another step. There ain't another breath in me. There ain't, there ain't another thought I can produce. I'm never completely out, man. Just take a rest for a minute, man. And then j- just do a little bit more. And that, that I can't tell you how many times that's helped me get over the top. You know, I was watching a, do- a documentary about people climbing uh, Mount Everest and how difficult climbing Mount Everest was. And how uh, they have on the hill something called like a death zone or killing zone where the majority of people run out of oxygen and they have to turn back. Well, what's crazy is it's, it's right in view of the summit. You can actually see the top of Mount Everest from there. But it's, but it's that little bit that's left that's just most difficult. Now, I, I, I forgot all the reasons why they said most people don't make it from there and 
more people have lost their lives in that area. I, I don't know what it is. But the people that make it to the top of Mount Everest, they all had to go through that same zone or that same area. But they had a little bit more that allowed them to get to the top. You know, a lot of people have had accidents up there trying that, so I'm not even really sure if Mount Everest analogy is a good one. But let's just break it down a little bit more. Let's just talk about life. There's a poem I learned uh, back when I was pledging. It's called Don't Quit. It goes like this. If I make a mistake, I'm, I'm just trying to drum it up. So here we go. It says, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when your funds are low and your debts are high, when you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when cares are pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't quit. For life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us must sometimes learn. And many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. It's your silver tint of your clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you mustn't quit. I remember it because I had a special method of helping you remember stuff back then, but I remembered it. And that poem right there has kept me. You know, I've, we often talk about scripture and, and everything, and, and I, don't, I don't see how I could live without it. But every now and then, man, somebody has a writing. God puts a writing on somebody's heart that delivers a message, man, that can help people. I use every motivational tool that I possibly can to climb this ladder of success or try to be the best father and the best husband I can be. I've done a lot of changing over the years, and so have you. But change is necessary in order to grow. If you don't make changes, folks, you can't grow. I was a young man on my set. I kept looking at him, man, a sharp little young dude just on my set. And he had these dreads. And, I mean, they were I, they were super long, man. They were well below the middle of his back. I mean, they were just long. And he kept talking to me, and he kept talking to me, and talking to me. So a young man kept talking to me, and I said, hey, man, you know, you do your a huge self a favor in the business you're in if you got a haircut. You would do yourself a huge favor. I said, your image is everything, man. I said, you keep stopping me in the hallway to try to tell me what you're doing, what you are. But all I see is your hair. And I keep trying to figure out what you're doing with all that hair, man. Now, you can feel how you want to feel, but I'm like an employer. I employ people. So when I'm walking through the hallway and I try to think of you traveling with me and you sitting in a meeting with me, I try to imagine you in your suit sitting there talking business with me. And so just like other employers are, I'm just having a real story with you. So I said, man, you ought to consider cutting your hair. He said, man, Mr. Harvey, I've been growing his hair since I was a little boy. 
I said, how old are you now? He said, 28. I said, well, how long you want to hang on to what you was when you was a little boy? You know, if you started growing your hair when you were a teenager, I mean, you're 28 now. What we, and I said, so let me help you understand something. Let me, let me ask you something. What does it do for you? He said, man, it's just who I am. It's, 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 it's. I said, so you your hair? He said, no, no, but it's a part of me. I say, that part of you that you're hanging on to, what does it do for you? I just like it. Well, dog, I like ice cream. But if, eat it, but if I hang on to ice cream and eat ice cream every single day, my body going to reflect that. What is it that you're hanging on to that you don't want to let go of that's prohibiting you from being what all you can be? See, it's hard to be what all you can be if you want to keep being all you was. Don't that make sense to you? So I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've had to change. Change is necessary to grow. You can't be... All you can be if you want to keep hanging on to all you was. That don't make no sense. How do you go forward if you keep going backwards? You can't stay here and go there. Do you understand that? If you want to go over there, you must remove yourself from right here. Oh, I got right here is comfortable. I got right here is safe. But over there is where the shade is. Over there is where the fruit is. Over there is where the opportunity is. Over there is where the mountain of gold is. So why you stuck on here? You got to leave here to go over there. You can't be all you can be if you want to stay stuck on who you was. Change is growth is necessary, y'all. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. One, two, one, two, three. Uh, I got it. Mm. I got it. Mm. What do you mean? I mean, I got it. Mm. What about me? I got it. Mm. Do you want some? Come get it. Mm. Everybody ought to want it. Mm. What is it? I got it. I don't know what it is, but I think that you do that gummit. Who is he, and what is a he to you? Boy, that's when you combine a song, boy. That's when you're you writing right there. Steve Harvey Morning Show, y'all. We got it. Uh, Shirley Strawberry Carla Pharrell, uh, Junior, better known as the Killmore. Uh, Mississippi Monica, straight out from the King of Pranks, nephew Tommy. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Oh, Good morning. Morning, morning huh? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, just started crazy. Or as the kids say, Grand Rising. Grand Rising. I got it. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. A little extra. Too much. Just to say good morning. Good morning is cool. Oh, you know what else they say? Happy Born Day instead of Happy Birthday. Oh, yeah. Have y'all seen that? I ain't got to learn all that. Yeah. Hey, man, let me back in. I messed my Zoom up. I don't know what the hell I did. Junior, what you got, man? Yeah. Unc, man, let me ask you something, Unc. Let me just go on and ask you, because I got some friends. They need to know they need to go ahead. And turn it on in. Um, why? Why don't it look good to be a player late in life? Because they think they're doing something. It's not oh. good, dog. It's a sad sight. It is. It's really hard when you walk into a club, 
and everybody got on white T-shirts, and you standing over there with a three-piece suit on with a pocket square. <laughs> Dog. Let them know, Steve. Let them know. Why are you in the club? Why are you still going out? You don't go to clubs. They have places for old people to go. It's called taverns. <laughs> now, it's not a lot of them. I know because it ain't a lot of people still wanting to go out. But if you do want to go out, yeah. they have names that know this place is for you. Uh-huh. Stanley's. <laughs> you know, don't nobody name their club after them no more. Not Stanley's. <laughs> Stanley's. Stanley's. I'm going down the stands you to know. get a drink. <laughs> right. Easy Me talk. at Stanley's. <laughs> yeah. What is it, Steve? Easy talk. <laughs> yeah, man, we gotta help. Here's another club. Smitty's Barbecue and Tax Service after our joint. Yes, sir. I would hang out there. Yeah. I would hang this out right there. is where old people go. <laughs> go where there are other old people. Don't go out here with these young people. They know you don't belong here. You cannot be in a club and one person asks somebody, who uncle is that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to start the show off with nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time to start your morning off with Run That Prank Back with the nephew. What you got, Neff? I got what well, I don't have. But the name what? of the prank is Bed Bugs. I don't have Bed Bugs, mm. but the name of the prank. Let's go, cat dog. <laughs> bed Bugs. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to speak to Shanice. Uh, she's not here right now. I'm going to take a message. Uh, you, Do you know when she's coming back? Nah, is this a business call or something? Nah, nah, this personal. I need to talk to her immediately. Nah, you need to talk to me. This this a man. This uh, Who is this? This is this is Brandon. Who, 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 who are you? I'm Ernest, man, but... uh. How do you know Shanice? I got a bit of a situation here, man, and it's basically a financial situation that I'm owed some money from her. So I kind of need to talk to her about about getting this money. Uh, is is totally disrupted my whole apartment, and I need to actually see about talking to her about getting this whole problem taken care of. What what's the what's the situation? What what's the what's going on? I mean, I I'm basically. Right now, I'm $2,500 in the rears due to due to Shanice. And, you know, I, I need to see if she's going to be able to pay me for the situation or what, you know? Do my girl owe you money? She she owes me $2,500. $2,500 for what? I don't even know who you are, first of all. So what's up with the $2,500? Uh, first of all, my name is Brandon, okay? okay. And I've been, I, I know, I've been knowing Shanice probably for the last three or four months now, Okay. So here you you want to know it all in a nutshell is it's like this. Shanice been coming through, okay, for the last three or four months. Been coming over here to my spot, to my apartment, hanging out. I'm just now finding out within the last two weeks, I had to get rid of my couch. I had to get rid of my mattresses because your mattress because it's bed. Mattress. Wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. So you trying to tell me she was in your bed? Yeah, she been in my bed, dude. She been in your bed. Are you crazy? Hey man, come hey on man. now, dude. Listen, you know, you know, hey, the problem is right now. Where you she's been. The problem is, is you talking about twenty five hundred dollars. You talking about my girl was in your bed? 
Now, we're not even going to get into that. You understand what I'm saying? But that's $2,500, you can forget about it. No, 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 no. Hold up. First of all, you calling here, you calling here, you calling here, and here is a dude answer the phone, and you still got the to ask for her, and then go tell me about some $2,500 about some mattress? Dude, I'm out. My, my mattresses, man, are 1000 bucks. It's full of bed bugs. I had to throw that away. Man, nobody worry about no damn mattress, dude. You talking about my girl. We've been together for four years. I'm about to pop the question on her, and you want to sit there and talk about she's been hanging with you or kicking with you for the last four months. It's about to be over in a minute. Dude, if you want to marry Shanice, cool. I don't care nothing about nah, that. Nah, hey, don't even worry about that now. But you over my phone talking about some damn mattress, man. That's that's a problem, dude. I ain't worried about no damn mattress. I'm worried about I ain't problem, got no mattress dude. right now. You calling my house? You calling mine? I do not have a mattress right now, nor do I have a couch. Do you understand the problem that brings to me? I don't care nothing about your mattress or couch, dude. I don't care nothing about that. Your name, you say your name, Brandon? I'm Brandon, yes. Yeah, Brandon, okay, don't worry about it, Brandon, because you're going to find me real soon. Don't let me find you before you find me, though. You understand what I'm saying, don't you? Dude, you can have them bed bugs and that mattress or whatever. Answer these for all I care. But what I'm saying is, if you talk about some bed bugs, ain't no bed bugs over here. Okay, so, so what's she getting the bed bugs from? She done brought them over here to my place. I don't care nothing about it. She ain't bring nothing over there, first of all. But I ain't, that ain't even a problem right now. Dude, if you want to call you call me been over here, man. I ain't had nobody else over here. Right. Don't worry about who you had over there, but you don't go call here talking about no money. You ain't getting nothing from here. Okay, first of all, dude, check this out. I don't have a problem with you, okay? Me and you cool. No, me we and you got cool. a problem. We already got a problem. You calling me talking about you been sleeping with my girl. Hey, dog, dog, I'm going to say it again. Me and you cool, dog. We dude, cool. We not cool. We not cool. First dog, of all, dog, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to handle Sinise myself. I'm going to handle you later. What you, what, you, what you talking about? You, you gonna handle me? I'm gonna handle you later. You want a mattress, right? Hey, hey, dude. dude you want a mattress, right? Go ahead and marry Shanice. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. My don't problem worry about is that. getting my money back, man, for the, for the property of mine that she has ruined, man. I, don't worry about that. I'm gonna get you a mattress. Don't worry about that. It's gonna be a casket wrapped around that. No. Hey, hey, dude, dude, why are you sitting here creating the drama with me when me, me and you, we ain't even the problem? The problem is Shanice. The problem is you picked up your phone and you called here. That's the problem. Oh, you got okay, two so problems. Dude. You ain't got no couch. You ain't got no mattress. Now you got a dude after you. You understand what I'm saying? You know what? I, I see I can't talk to you. When do Shanice get home, man? Don't worry about when Shanice get home. Okay. What you need to worry about is when I find you. Okay, so so when, when I, you going to have my money then when you find me? Because I need my money. Yeah, I'm going to have your money. I'm going to have your mattress, too. Please understand. You're going to be resting real well. Yeah. Okay, okay. So so let me ask you this here, man. Shanice bring bed bugs over to my house. House, leave them all in my mattress. Leave them all on my couch where I got to throw my stuff away. Where I'm wrong at, man? Where I'm wrong? I'm going to ask you straight up. Did you know she had a man? Say what? Did you know she had a man? What? I, I mean, kind of, kind of, sort of, but not really, though. I ain't no kind of, sort of, man. Either you know she got a man or she don't got a man. You knew she had a man, right? And you still went did it, right? Hey, dog, I ain't got nothing to do with y'all, man. I, I'm, I'm dealing with these bed bugs. You understand what I'm saying? Dude, do you understand you messing up a, a four-year relationship? You know how much time I put in with this woman? Four hey, years. Hey. Four years, we about, to get, we about to get married. And you calling here with this When are y'all supposed to get married? Don't worry about when we supposed to get married, man. You messed that all up. What I'm trying to explain to you is, dude, you calling here on some bed bug which I know she ain't got nothing to do with, but the fact that you told me that she was over your house, in your bed, that's over. It's over now. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when she get home, I'm going to deal with that. You understand what I'm saying? That's going to get dealt with. I'm walking up out of here. But when I leave here, please believe my next stop is to come find your First of all, how did you get the number to this apartment? That's what I want to know.
Hey, dude, she gave me both numbers, the cell phone number and the house number, and told me, you know, if it's an emergency, call the house. Okay, and this is an emergency? Yeah, this is an emergency. I well, got bad well, 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 learn, learn another emergency number. Learn 911, because when I come knocking on your door, either you come out or you handle it, or you better call the cops. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? <sighs> hey, man, do you think Tommy will pay for the bad bugs? Who is Tommy? I'm just saying, do you think Tommy will pay for the bad bugs? Hey, who the it's Tommy. Tommy, dog. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ernest, you just got pranked by your girl, Shanice. <laughs> man. Y'all, y'all. Woo. You all right, man? Boy, hey. Well, it was over. It was over. You understand what I'm telling you? It was over. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Come on. All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. That's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending entertainment news, Donald Trump Jr. is receiving backlash for selling T-shirts that say, guns don't kill people, Alec Baldwin kills people. Wow. Also, another trending news, Banks founder and CEO Sarah Blakely Really loves her employees. We'll talk about these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO. All right, CLO, Chief Love Officer, ready for your love questions. This one is from Lisa in Chicago. Lisa writes, I've been married for one year, and my husband is henpecked. If I don't do things exactly like his mom does it, he's all bent out of shape. His mother comes by often, and they love to joke about me, and his mother tries to tell me how to organize my kitchen and what type of food her son likes. I don't want to get into any argument with her, so I'm praying my husband or my father-in-law intervenes. If not, should I tell his mom to shut the heck up? (laughs) The only way to get your husband to intervene is to make him aware of it. Now, I didn't hear in the question where you told your husband that his mama is in y'all's business too deep and that you really don't appreciate the jokes. But you are married to a henpeck man. You're married to a mama's boy. And it ain't going to change unless he gets cut from the apron strings. The best way to cut a man from the apron strings is to go on and let him tie himself up with his mama's apron strings and untie him from yours. In other words, sleep with your mama. Next question. (laughs) Moving on, CLO. Shalita in uh, Silver Spring says, I'm a 35-year-old married woman, and my husband is very boring in the bedroom. I try to put him in various positions, and he makes me feel like I'm a porn star with his comments. We used to be (laughs) compatible sexually, but now he's fine with the basics, and the whole ordeal is five minutes or less. Do men get tired of having sex? I grew up in a strict religious home, and my husband is my first and only. Would sex toys help at all? I don't know. I can't help you with this question right here. I can't answer that first question. Do men get tired of sex? That answer is no. no. (laughs) That answer is no. (laughs) Not no, no. N-A-W with an H on it, no. (gasps) Hell no. What you want to say, Tom? Ain't no way he can handle some toys if he can't handle these positions. So ain't no sense you buying something. You really can't really. bring a suitcase in there. What no. <laughs> don't come in there and start cutting stuff on. If he don't want to change positions, 
he really ain't gonna want to be changing all these facial expressions. Thank you. You're a porn star I'm, now. Yeah. You think you're a porn star now? You start pulling out gadgets, right? Ladybugs and it only and lasts five minutes. Or corn less. on the cob and, huh? and feathers and corn on the, the cob. rabbit. <laughs> the big jail pop. You can't. I'm just telling you. Morrison. Go ahead. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Go I'm, ahead. I'm Says. I've been married for nine years, and my wife and I are together. We're together for months during the pandemic. I saw a huge decline in her hygiene and figured she was getting depressed. I'd have her hairstylist come and do her hair, and I even polished her toes a few times. I finally figured out that it's not depression. She just doesn't like to bathe. She still works from home, and she likes to shower a few times a week. I don't smell what? her. I, I I don't smell her and I don't want to. So how do I get some soap and water on her every day? Oh, I don't. I can't help you here, dog. I've never had that problem. Wow. I, I'm I will admit this for the first time. Uncle Steve has never ran into that problem. Not with a woman. Now friends, my sons, me as a boy. Yeah, I avoided the bath whenever I could. I just thought it was a waste of damn time. I'm out here playing. <laughs> Why would I want to come in here and wash when my whole goal is to get dirty? <laughs> I don't even understand this. So see, if you notice, I've diverted this question back to my childhood. Because I got nothing for you, man. I don't know. I've never met a woman who's not clean. Right. He I, I don't. He I don't. Smell her, but... I, you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing. It makes you really appreciate who you have in your life when you see a letter like this. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for my girl who loves to take baths. Any time of the day, Steve, I'm going upstairs to take a bath. All right, baby, why is she taking all these damn baths? (laughs) But guess what? I'd rather have that than when you gonna take a bath. Right. (laughs) Man. In that running water as a hint. You know. <laughs> Woo! Who's the shower? Baby. Why? Hey, baby. Ran this bath water. You want it? But what should he do, Steve? Should he just come out and tell her? Or I what? don't know what he should do, Shirley. I've never had this. I have no experience at this. CLO don't know. CLO just don't know. But, well, uh, can I just make a suggestion? Uh oh, here we go. I'm just thinking, maybe when y'all go by the car wash, just say, baby, can you hop out and go through there first? <laughs> That's soap and water right there. We just need to see if we can get Or just let the window down, Junior. Just let the something. window down. Let that brush come through there. Just let something come through. <laughs> Might be. That yeah, he needs painful. to have some sort of conversation with her. All right, moving on. Benita in Charlotte says, I'm a single mother, and my parents helped me out with my daughter so I can have a dating life. In order for them to babysit for me, they make me bring the man to meet them first. I'm 29, and I don't have any friends my age that will babysit, and I can't afford to pay a sitter. It's cruel for my parents to treat me like a child, but I have no other options. It's a turnoff for the guys, too. Is there a way to make it less obvious to the guys I go out with? Wow. Nah, there ain't no way around that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know your mom and daddy old, because your name Bonita. She's only 29. Ain't no more, no more Bonitas, though. Uh-uh. And I, I, 29, Bonita. 
<laughs> Bonita at 29. That ain't last time I heard that one right there, dog. Which, well, how long? So, your mom and daddy is Herman and Celestine. <laughs> now, they sitting at the door waiting on Dante <laughs> to come and meet Herman and Celestine. Well, look at here. So, what you, what you do for work? These is old work. people questions. <laughs> okay, okay, come yeah. on. Yeah. So what you do for work? Well, I'm a um, computer analysis. Computer. Oh, yes, what, sir. What, what you, you ain't want to get into nothing that, that stay with you? Heating and air? <laughs> <laughs> you stay know, with him. Mechanical with something, you know. Something you can put, hang your hat on. Working on a computer, poor the people ain't got no computer. What you gonna fix then? Uh, Come on, Everyone has computers, sir. Celestine, we got a computer in here. <laughs> Celestine said we ain't got computer. We just got microwave. Can you fix that? Cause that's been out. See that if you had a skill set, you'd be on to something. We gotta go. Yeah, she can't bring none of her men over that old ass house. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, Master P will be our very special guest. He's going to tell us great news. We haven't heard from him in a minute. He's going to tell us about his No Limit reunion tour. But first, in today's entertainment news, this is awful. Donald Trump Jr. is being dragged for selling T-shirts that say, guns don't kill people, Alec Baldwin kills people. Really? The investigation continues into the accidental shooting death of Helena Hutchins. It was on the movie set uh, by which Alec Baldwin was acting. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. used her death as a way to get back at Baldwin. We all remember that Alec Baldwin played the role of President Trump for years on Saturday Night Live. And the Trump family doesn't really care for Alec Baldwin. Um... Trump Jr. said, screw all of this sanctimony if the shoe was on the other foot. And then he went on to say, F him. Mm. Ooh, he just I mean, like his daddy, ain't yeah. he? Yeah. He just like the his apple don't fall far from the tree, dude. You know, man, I, but you know the crazy part about this, and I, 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 I'm past it. As, as ignorant as they are, <laughs> they got 70 million people want him to be president. Well, I just, this country, man. We we made a sad we we're making sad statements about ourselves in this yeah, country. Really, really sad ourselves. statements about ourselves. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, man, but I'm but let me, but, but let me tell you something though. Oh, I believe them. I believe them. I believe them. If you tell me that's how you are, I believe you. Oh, okay. Believe, if you're that ignorant, if you're that racist, if you're yeah. that blatantly, openly bigoted and stupid. I have no choice than to believe you. And thank you for letting me know. Mm. Mm. Thank you for the heads up. Man, appreciate it, dog. Get to the polls and vote, please. That's it. In every election. Yeah. Come on, Virginia, New Jersey. How do they continue to ignore the way they really are? Mm -hmm. And the only reason I can explain is because that's how they are. I I just can't help Mm -hmm. but think that's exactly the way you are. That's the only explanation for it. Mm-hmm. If a person keeps showing you who they are and you keep accepting it and going along with it, 
That's you. That's who you are. Ah, That's okay. who you are, and you're cool with it. So mm-hmm. don't tell me you're not racist. Because you vote for a racist and you ignore everything. Well, you don't ignore it. You hear everything he says, but it's par for the course for you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You down with him. That's your boy. That's well, what you down do with. It. You're ignoring the fact that he's lying. You're ignoring the fact that he has no proof. You're ignoring the fact that this is all a hoax. You ignore everything he does that goes against the principles of your constitution and your country. And then you want us to sit up here and act like it's all right. I ain't. I ain't. Say it again. I ain't. Man, they need to research when black people say that with that as a kid. I ain't all right with none of this mess no more, man. And I'm calling it like I see it from here on out. I'm done with it. I'm yeah. sick of the hypocrisy of this country. I'm done. 64 years of this? I've mm-hmm. seen it all. See, I remember what people on saying. I was around with the no colored water fountains. Mm. I was here with the colored only washrooms. Mm. I was here with the go round back. Mm. I was here with the you can't eat at this lunch counter. I was alive for that. Mm. We couldn't go downtown and eat at certain places during certain time. I used to ride the bus with my mama downtown in Cleveland. I saw it. Don't tell me. I don't want to hear it. I'm through with it. Tired of being patient. Why we got to? Why, why we got to keep waiting? We're tired of y'all today with this racist mess. We're tired and sick and tired today of you denying voting rights and acting like you know. We sick of all this. I'm telling you right now, we voting. We voting. You woke us up last time. We voting. It's it. All y'all gonna be out. Kemp will not be governor in the state of, of Georgia. He won't be. Not if Stacey run against. I don't care who run against him. <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> Just pay attention to whoever it is. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, in other trending news, what a great boss Spanx founder Sarah Blakely is. Um, wow, she really proved how much she values her employees. Blakely um, surprised them with $10,000 each. $10,000 each. Wait, that's not all. She gave them $10,000 and a pair of round trip first class tickets. To anywhere in the world, anywhere hey, in I'm, the world. I'm, listen First to me. Class. Don't get excited about that. As soon as I get this billion, I'm gonna do the exact yeah. same thing for y'all. I, hey, I, I hate you. you. Yeah. Yay! I said boss. she ain't the best boss in the world. Not long Uncle Steve working. Exact. <laughs> soon as I get this billion, what? I'm doing the exact same thing for y'all. Yay! <laughs> That's so good news. Good news, yeah. Junior. Yeah. I'm yes. telling you. We Blakely. should pray for him right now. Lord, keep him healthy, Lord. Keep his mind clear. <laughs> Father God, Give him his strength, on. Lord. <laughs> Bless his bank accounts. All of them, Lord. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you every night. Cover yeah. him, Father God. Cover right? him, Father. <laughs> Pneumonia go away. Cold mm. go away. COVID. Mm. COVID go away. <laughs> Man, <laughs> we ain't going to never get sick. <laughs> so that's kind of what happened to her, uh, Blakely. Recently signed a billion-dollar deal to sell her company, but she's going to remain a significant shareholder. So How much did she sell it for? Four billion. She signed a billion-dollar deal. Okay, Listen. this radio show right now. It's for sale. Anybody. Say it. <laughs> anybody come over here with half a billion. <laughs> All these people on this show is Go. yours. <laughs> yours. 
had that. All right. Well, uh, thank you for the love. Uh, coming up at 20 minutes after, we'll talk to Master P because he will be our special guest right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. As promised, uh, we got a special guest this morning. It's a family member, man. In the early 90s, this guest right here created his own record label thing, No Limit Records. It dominated the hip-hop charts with all of his albums and albums from his various artists on No Limit Record label. And by 1998, Forbes magazine listed him as the 10th highest grossing entertainer. And today, he is considered one of the wealthiest and most successful icons in hip-hop. In 2020, he released the No Limit Chronicles, a docu-series on BET, and this year he's launched uh, the No Limit Family Reunion Tour. We're going to find out about that tour today. That's why I hear, ladies and gentlemen, the legend himself in the building, family member. Ladies and gentlemen, that damn Master P. Yes, sir. <laughs> welcome, morning. welcome. Good morning. <laughs> what's up, y'all? What's up, Steve? Hey, what's going on, man? It's been a long time. Hey, hey man, let me say this before we start this. You one of the dudes, man, that I truly say I admire. I really do, man. Your work ethic, your grind, your hustle, your ability to reinvent yourself, and your consistency. I mean, man, you ain't ever off the landscape completely. You ain't ever out the game. I've just admired your work work ethic, man. I just think you wanted to wanted a real, real cold catch that come out the south that to land in hip-hop and i just wanted to say that to you brother so thank you nah man i appreciate it steve I, yesterday on instagram i recorded when you said about uh being in the right environment for your seed to grow mm. and it's so true people don't realize that i had to leave my environment so my seed could grow and i tell mm. people all the time don't be afraid to change grow up and better yourself and even cut off the bad weeds to get to where you need mm. to grow so your seed could grow. So, man, God has blessed me and my family. And uh, this No Limit Reunion Tour is all about giving our soldiers and soldierettes their flowers while they're here. You mm. know, life is too short, man. We done lost so many people. So this reunion tour is a celebration. It's not a concert uh, <laughs> starting in Atlanta uh, on November 13th. Uh, it's going to be incredible to Nashville, to South Haven, Memphis, to Dallas, to Houston. And, and people don't realize this concert is going to be so lit. We're going to relive the 90s. But all the proceeds from this concert is going back to help uh, hurricane item victims in Louisiana. People still need water, power in Louisiana, so we doing this for a great cause, and wow. we're going to turn up with the No Limit Soldiers, so if you buy a ticket, it's your way of giving back, and I just want to help my people in Louisiana. Wow. When we come back, we're going to talk with the legend, Master P, about the tour, who's on the tour, how it came about, and all that. Stay with us, y'all. When we come back, we got more with Master P right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back, uh, and we got a uh, special guest this morning, the legend, Master P, and uh, he's got the No Limit uh, family uh, tour, and it's back together now. He's got the No Limit reunion tour. Uh, he's in the cities. Now, let me tell you this. On uh, November 6th, let's start it off with, are we at November 5th yet? No, let's start it the 5th. November yeah. 5th, 
We in Baltimore at the Royal yep. Farms Arena. On November 6th, we're going to be at D.C. at Dar Constitution Hall, a place I know very well. Y'all get your tickets now. On November 13th, Hot Atlanta, Georgia, we're going to be at the State Farm Arena. Get your tickets now, because this is a celebration, as he said. November 19th, Nashville at the Municipal Auditorium. The night, the next night on November 20th, we're going to be at the South Haven, Memphis, in Landers Arena. And then on the 26th of November, we're in Dallas, Texas at the Trust Center. And then on November 27th, we're going to be in Houston, right around the corner from Carla's house. We're going to really? be in Houston at the Smart Financial Center. Stop by and say hi to Carla, too. Pete, <laughs> let's talk about this tour, man. You put this together, yeah. too. It's a two-fold situation. So tell us who all we got on the tour and, and what we looking like. It's going to be Mia X, Mystical, yeah. Silk Chaka, Fiend, Serve, Mercedes, and also Mac. Uh, Mac just got released after 20 years, so we're going to celebrate him on the tour. Yeah, right. uh, it's a blessing, man. We, we still praying for my brother C to get released and come home. And anybody listening to this, man, I want y'all to know Y'all don't need to make the same mistakes we made. We want y'all to better yourself. My whole life is about making sure my kids get to live a better life and uh, get a better start than I had. And uh, I got my son, Hersey. Uh, he's at Tennessee State University. He's at HBCU. And see, you know, a lot of people talk about HBCUs, but, you know, my son turned on UCLA, USC to go to Tennessee State. And, you know, he could get to the NBA from Tennessee State. He's going to show the world that he can do that. And, we you know, we just need to support that more. I mean, buy tickets, go into these games, because the money that they make from these games, they're able to put into the education system. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I want to see us be able to develop and grow our culture and our people by mm. through education. And people think that I'm successful because of money. No, you lose money all the time. But education and wisdom is what keeps me going. It mm. makes me the sustainability to be able to come from poverty, come from nothing. But nobody could take my education from me. And that's mm. how I, I'm able to maintain and put my trust and faith in God first. But I don't live for the money, Steve. I, I pray for wisdom. Wow. They don't know how far we go back. Y'all don't know, man. Me mm. and Steve been all in Los Angeles, uh, <laughs> helping whether it's gang violence. I mean, we've yeah. been doing this a long time. This man mm -hmm. just humble and he kind of like just chill, but we didn't try to help some people. And he know, we can, we know, we realize we can't help everybody. Right. Uh, but the one <laughs> yeah. the that we tried to help get on the front man. line, man, that's why God has continued to bless us. And we've been able to overcome so man. much that a lot of people normally wouldn't be able to overcome. I mean, so and true. it's been a I just want to thank you, my brother, because I know you don't get the praises that you should get. And I know you don't worry about it. You like me. We just do what we got to do and let That's God right. do the rest. But, That's right. man, it's a, it's a blessing, bro, for us to still be here and still be able to be relevant and do what we're able to do. That's right. That's right, man. That's that's a true statement, man. I appreciate you saying that, y'all. And listen to me, y'all. This man throwing this tour to give back to help the people in Louisiana. Every time you buy a ticket, it's going towards the fund to help the people in Louisiana with all that they've been going through with the storms and the poverty and everything. So listen to me. Go check out the No Limit Family Reunion Tour. It's going to be hot. Master P, from the bottom of my heart, man, 
Keep doing what you're doing, man. You a legend, and we know it. And and you're going to get your flowers while you live in too, soldier, because just like you're trying to give it out to these artists, you're going to get yours, brother. You deserve it, man. Thank man. you for calling, P. I appreciate you, my brother. Salute, y'all. Make Much love. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Master P. Yes, Tickets yeah. available at Ticketmaster.com. All right, coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, check this subject out, guys. My boyfriend's brother's girlfriend and wife. That's a lot going That's a lot involved. That's a lot going on right there. <laughs> we'll get into that in just a minute. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Are your lights on? Are your lights on? Okay, let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. Uh, is is I'm trying to reach a. Who's calling? This this they call me Pepper. I live uh. I, I think I actually live in an apartment behind you. I think my my our apartments are up against each other. Do you are you in um in unit? Who want to know? Um, actually, I'm wanting to know. I'm calling you. I got a little bit of a problem. I actually live in uh in which is the apartment that that's uh, our apartments are back to back with each other. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, I'm, I don't mean no harm, man. But you you are though, right? Yes. Okay. Here's here's what's going on. Took me a long time to try to figure this out, but when you come home in the evening and you turn your lights on, my my oven and stove come on, and I'm talking about every aisle on my stove is on and burning hot. How do you know that's because when I turn my lights on? I I, I just I mean I didn't figure it out. It just seemed like every time. I mean I hear you when you close your door, and and I. I Every evening, I'm like, why is my oven and my stove coming on? And I'm talking about my whole kitchen just 100 degrees in there behind the stove being on like that. Okay. Um, did you call maintenance? From my understanding, I'm on the list, and they're not going to get to me for a, a couple of days now. So I'm not, I'm asking you, Mr. if you don't mind, to, to not have your lights on until they come get this fixed. Okay. So you asking me not to turn on my lights for three or four days and, you know, to sit in the dark. Well, I'm just saying, it's, go, it's only going to be for a couple of days. I know it's a little bit of an inconvenience, but, I mean, I can't be over here in the house, you know, damn, they're about to burn down. Are you listening to what you're saying? You're asking me to sit in the dark. You know, I got a baby. I can't sit in the dark. Okay. I mean, do y'all have any candles or something y'all can work with or something like that? Um, I have to give my baby food, milk. I mean, really, you want me to sit in the dark and you don't want me to turn anything on. You know, I got to feed my baby. I understand, and 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 I and much respect to you and your child. I, I much respect. But what I'm trying to explain to you is, I mean, we have to look at the big hazard here. The bigger hazard is, is that I'm over here with fire on. Okay, you know? first of all, where are you getting this we from? How am I involved in your situation? I have because nothing to do with what's going on in your house. Your life is patched in some kind of way to my oven and stove. Okay, but I still I don't have anything to do with that. You know, you need to call management or maintenance or whatever, but I don't have anything to do with that. And I want to know, how do you know when I get home and turn on my lights? I mean, like, are you looking at my window or something? Are you a peeping Tom? Do I need to call 911? You don't need to call nobody on me. 
Now, what we need to do is get somebody over here and fix this oven and the stove. That's what we got to get done. But until then, right now, you can't turn them lights on. Oh, I'm turning on my lights. Uh, I mean, okay. I know you ain't trying to regulate what I do in my house. I'm, listen, I'm going to tell you just like this here. I'm going to need you to keep them lights off until maintenance get over here in two days. Now, if 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 I see this stove come on and, and all these uh, eyes on this on this uh, stove come on, then I'm gonna come back over there and we're gonna have to rectify the problem. But I cannot have this oh, coming so on. You threat- and- oh, so you threatening me now? I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I am not. I'm telling you not to turn the lights on. That's what I'm asking you to do. Well, I can't sit in the dark, and I'm gonna turn on my light. So you know. You're going to have to deal with it. No, I'm not going to deal with it. You're going to have to actually turn the lights off. Now, I understand. Do you have somewhere you can go stay? Oh, me? Do you have somewhere you can go stay? I'm not leaving my house. I don't have a problem. You're the one with the problem. I'm not going to leave here and then you turn it on and then the And if you come over here and knock on my door, you think you see fire in your stove, you're going to see some fire. I can show you some fire. Okay, listen. I'm trying to work with you as calmly as I can, okay? You're not trying to work with me calmly. Okay. The only thing well, you're doing right now is you're trying to tell me what to do and run my household. Okay. If you're not going to work with me, then this is what I'm going to do. Because I already found out where the breaker is. I just go and just turn all the power off. So you don't have your power on at all. Wait a minute. What the f***? No, b- You can't turn my f- breaker off. Are you f- crazy? I got to do what I got to do. I can't start no fire around right here. How you get my phone number anyway? I mean, how you know my name, my number, all that f- you know what? My about to come home, and he gonna put the foot up your. I don't care if he put your in the oven, and we set your on fire. What the you talking about? You gonna damn turn the breaker off? Hey, hold on, let me hold on. I'm trying to sit over here and prevent a fire for the whole complex, and you up in here trying to commit. Uh, 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 this is like arson for you to turn that on. I don't give a. You don't. You already got a problem, so I'm just gonna add fuel to the fire. You call me, and again, I wanna know how you got my. No. I, look, I'm not going to sit here and go on in this little small talk I mean, with you. The problem is, is that we got a problem with your switch. When you turn it on, my don't oven have a comes on and all the aisles on the stove you come on. You got a problem, and it's about to be a bigger problem when my man come over there and put a foot up your I don't know who the you think you with, but it's about to be on. You don't you call the wrong I don't know how you got my number, but you called the wrong today. Okay, fine. I got one more thing else I need to say to you. Is you listen? You got to say, because I'm tired of listening to you. Are you listening? You ain't said, I want to here today. You calling me with all this. Here it is. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your husband. Are you? Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> this is who? <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband got me to prank phone call you. Are you serious? Is this for real? <laughs> I don't believe this. <laughs> I can't believe this. You all right? I know. I was ready to put a foot up in somebody's. <laughs> I don't believe I just got pumped like this. <laughs> okay, I got to ask you one more thing. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. You got it. Come on. Come on, come on! I love her. <laughs> so. I tell you what, though. I tell you what, though. Say you done called the wrong house yes, today. Yes, you did. Because <laughs> soon as I tell my man, he gonna come over there and put his foot straight off in yo, straight <laughs> off in it. What's Steve? I, I, you gonna call the right house today? This is. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't give a. <laughs>
about that oven, none of that. Man. Straight stupid. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, What is this? We got a problem. Yeah. What, 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 where that come from? <laughs> it's okay. As soon as my man get home. You done call him. Who this. you think? I, don't, I ain't finna argue with you, but I got somebody. He gonna come straight over there. I know who I'm married to. That, that's always good when you know you married to somebody, isn't it? Yes. I heard Marjorie tell somebody one time, I, I can't tell this to my husband. <laughs> so let's what, what else what else you got? Because I, I can't tell this to him. Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah, I gotta let him know what stupid is going on. You know, stupid is moving around the country. That's a comedy show on that's stupid on tour. Okay, that's Jacksonville, Florida, November the 12th and 13th, Friday and Saturday night. The nephew is coming to town. That is the Ramona Pavilion Ballroom. Dayton, Ohio is November the 20th at the Dayton, Ohio Convention Center. The nephew, that's nephew Tommy and friends coming there to stand and act a doggone fool. I ain't never been to Dayton, but I promise you when I leave, y'all gonna be like, that boy there is a damn fool. I'm coming to act a damn fool in Dayton as well as Jacksonville, Florida. Tickets are on sale right now. Stupid, man. Jacksonville, Florida, where? Jacksonville, Florida. I told you, at the Ramona Pavilion Ballroom. November oh, that's the first 13th. one. Yes, sir. Oh, Friday then we go to night. Dayton. Okay. Then we go to Dayton. Gotcha. Yes, sir. Dayton, Ohio. November the 20th. Gotcha. At the Dayton, Ohio Convention Center. Yes. All right, nephew. Billboards up and everything. Tommy, <laughs> what? Thank you. Coming up next, it's the Strawberry Letter subject, my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend and wife. We'll get into that <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Attention, attention, Steve Harvey Nation. Stay woke. Election Day is Tuesday, November 2nd in Virginia, New Jersey, and 33 other states. It is time to vote early for your state and local elections. And that's what we do now. Go to whenweallvote.org to register, to check your voting status, and to know your voting rights. That is whenweallvote.org. Dot org. Get to the polls. Yes, and go. vote. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. President Obama and, and President Biden in Virginia. Mm-hmm. In Virginia, what? What yeah. is? What, uh, excuse me for asking this question, but what's the election in Virginia for? First, the, the big governor's race. Governor. Governor's yeah, race. Governor's governor's. Race is a okay. Big, cool. Yeah, it's, it's very big close. one too. Yeah. And Jersey. All right, Virginia. Too, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Jersey, Tuesday, Virginia, Tuesday. Let's get out to vote. We're voting in all elections. Matter of fact, we'll give you the names of who to vote for. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Damn that voting. We're going to tell you who to vote for. (laughs) I like it. When you you get in the booth, you know immediately. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I used to go in the poll. I didn't know who it was. Johnson. Got you. Got you, buddy. <laughs> Jackson. Got you. Yeah. Got you. That's important, Steve, because this is where we need to show up in these kinds of elections, you know, as well as yes, the general ma'am. elections. But these local elections, yes, All definitely. Day. Again, go to when we all vote. All right, guys, switching gears. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like you're going to read this one right here 
Right now, you never know. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend and wife. Do I need to do it again? My boyfriend's <laughs> brother's girlfriend and wife. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been knowing this female for over 20 years, and into our early 30s, we went to the club on weekends and messed with a lot of high-profile men. I got older and wiser, so I left the fast life, and now I'm in a great relationship with a nerdy man that I love dearly. I dated hustlers and craved the fast money back in the day, and so did my girlfriends. One of my girlfriends in particular saw that I was in a steady relationship, and she decided she wanted a nerdy guy, too. I set up a blind date for her with my boyfriend's brother. I had just met my boyfriend's brother, and I didn't know he was separated from his wife because he was living with my boyfriend at the time. So, of course, he and my friend hit it off because she's a master manipulator and played right into his nerdiness. My friend would drive this man crazy sexually, and we would hear him hollering from down the hall. Then his wife came to the house one day, and I felt bad. She was sweet and said she was going to fight for her marriage. Back in the day, it would not have fazed me, but I liked this woman. I didn't tell my friend that the brother was married because it's not my business, and I didn't want to be messy. The brother is working things out with his wife, and we go on double dates often. Then, after the dates, my friend comes over and pleases him all night. My friend is in it for the gifts and money, so I was letting her do her thing. I was really trying to stay out of it. But the other day, my boyfriend's brother told me he is glad I hooked him up with my hood rat friend. It hurt me so bad that now I think I should tell both his wife and my friend what's up. Do I owe it to my friend to tell her what this guy thinks of her? Wow. Well, you definitely shouldn't tell his wife, but if you do tell your friend, you know, I got to ask you this. What, what does she care what he thinks of her? You said yourself she's only in it for the gifts and the money. If you tell her anything, it should be that he's got a wife that he's decided to get back with. I mean, I doubt if she'll care about that either because you seem to be the only one who's changed from uh, how you used to be with men. Uh, your friend hasn't, and you didn't say she had. Uh, I would encourage you, though, to tell her that she's married because if the wife does find out, uh, that's going to hurt her. It's going to mess her up. She's trying to fight for her marriage. And you said you like this woman, and she's sweet and everything. And um, I, I think, you know, if this continues and the wife finds out about her husband, um, the wife is going to blame you or find some kind of fault with you because the other woman is your friend. She's your friend. You brought her into this situation. That's why it is your business. Um, people kill me with that. It's not my business. I'm not in it. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. But you're the one that set up the blind date. You, you don't, you know, try to distance yourself now. As her friend, you should be the one to tell her. Your boyfriend and his brother obviously care nothing about her. Her brother man can, uh, could have told her himself, but they think she's a hood rat. So um, I guess maybe that means she doesn't need to know since she's just coming in for the gifts and, you know, they have that arrangement. But, um, you know, you're her friend. You know her best. So how do you think she's going to take the news? Will she even care? Are the gifts and money more important to her? And, and to you, I say um, it, it's not a good look when you've changed your life around and uh, you're still hanging out with the same people you used to do dirt with, okay? Not a good look. Steve? 
Wow. It's a few things to unpack in this letter. First of all, Shirley, uh, your response, I'm 100% in agreement of. Let me just get that out the way. So that was an excellent response. You covered some things I would have covered. Very, very proud of it. Uh, so it's a lot to unpack. But, of course, you know me. I open my boxes a little bit different. <laughs> so I'm going to point out a couple of things that's said in the letter that's not written in the letter, but it's written in the letter, but you have to know it to say it. That's what I'm here for. I'll be back to say what's really in the letter that she didn't want to say. All right. At 23 minutes after, you'll be back with the strawberry leather subject. My brother's boyfriend, my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend and wife. That's the subject. We'll be back to get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. My boyfriend's brother's girlfriend and wife. Well, this is an interesting letter. This lady's been knowing this other female for over 20 years. And all up into their early 30s, they used to go to the clubs on weekends, and they messed with a lot of high-profile men. This is the wrong uh, definition of what these guys are. High-profile men are celebrities, athletes. The dudes you mess with are not high-profile. They're high-income earners, but they're not high-profile. They have to stay under the radar because of the business they're in. Uh, and I'll show you why. I got older and wiser, so I left the fast life, and I'm now in a great relationship with a nerdy man that I love dearly. Congratulations, young lady. You've grown <laughs> up. I would like to congratulate you for this. I dated hustlers. Now, now let's get back to high-profile. Hustlers are not high-profile people. They're high-income earners. High-profile, once again, are celebrities, ballplayers, politicians. Hustlers are not high-profile. They big in the club, but after that, they get low-low. Okay. So you dated hustlers, and you craved the fast money back in the day. Basketball players and celebrities and politicians don't make fast money. So we're dealing with dope boys here, folks. Let's just understand that. And I craved the fast money back in the day, and so did my girlfriends. So y'all used to play the game with hustlers. That was the life. Everybody changes. One of my girlfriends in particular saw that I was in a steady relationship. She decided she wanted a nerdy guy, too. Hey, all right. So you're starting to influence your friends. This is going great. I set up a blind date for her with my boyfriend's brother, I had just met my boyfriend's brother, and I didn't know he was separated from his wife because he was living with my boyfriend at the time. Understood. No problem here. So, of course, he and my friend hit it off because she is a master manipulator and played right into his nerdiness. She know what to do. Yeah. She been playing with hustlers, fast money boys, dope boys. Playing with the nerd ain't nothing. He ain't even got the tools. My friend would drive this man crazy sexually, and we could hear him hollering from down the hall. <laughs> so little nerd down there just getting turned out all the way. He just in here, yeah. down here hollering. He don't know what's happening to him. She doing dope boy moves <laughs> on a computer tech boy. <laughs> she doing hood stuff 
to the Silicon Valley boy. <laughs> and he don't know what to do. He just down the hall hollering. Then his wife came to the house one day, and, and I felt bad. That's because you've changed, young lady. She was sweet and said she was going to fight for her marriage. Now, back in the day, I would not have phased me, but I like this woman. You know why I wouldn't have phased you back in the day? Because you was different, but you changed now. And once again, congratulations. Everybody changes. I'm glad to see this in you, young woman. I didn't tell my friend that her brother was married because it's not my business and I didn't want to be messy. Like Shirley said, well, it is your business because you introduced him. They wouldn't even have no business if it wasn't for you. You is the reason he down the hall hollering. <laughs> you the whole reason he down there. And you, you knew you had turned him on to a master manipulator, and she knew how to play on his nerdiness because she knew how to play on hustlers and dope boys. So now, because it's not my business, I didn't want to be messy. The brother is working things out with his wife, and we go on double dates often. Then after the date, my friend comes over and pleases him all night. My friend is in it for the gifts and money, so I was letting her do her thing. So you know what this is, right? Because it's always been that way with her. She hasn't graduated, you have. But you're still associating with her. I was really trying to stay out of it. Once again, that's an unbelievable statement when you're the whole reason it began. So now you want to back out of it. The other day, my boyfriend's brother told me he's glad I hooked him up with my hood rat friend. It hurt me so bad. Why, why hurt you? Why you hurt? Because I think I should tell both his wife and my friend what's up. Do I owe it to my friend to tell her what this guy thinks of her? It's how she acted. You, you, you can't get mad at this guy for calling what he sees. He knows she in it for the gifts and the flashiness and the things. He know why she down the hallway. And she only come over late at night. That's a hood rat move. So now you mad because he done said that about your friend. But you set your friend up knowing this what your friend do. See, you you can't you can't grow and keep the same ways. You can't grow and keep the same friends. In order to grow, you have to go. I'm sorry. Your friend is what it is, and he called it just like it's happening to him. But do not tell this man's wife. And what you should do is tell the brother, hey, look, tell your man, I done met his wife. He need to leave my friend alone and tell your friend to quit coming over here tricking. That's what you need to do. But do not tell the wife so they can work it out. Right. All right, Steve, thank you. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour from the talk, it is our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce our girl from the Ladies talk. and gentlemen, here she is, Cheryl Underwood. Thank you, Steve Harvey, and all the Steve Harvey Morning Show family, everybody working on Steve Harvey. Listen, okay, it's my birthday week. That's right, Junior. Get it together. So, um... Since it is, here's my question to everybody. Um, y'all going to start it first. Is there something you do now that when you were younger, you thought you'd never do? Now, let me say it for me. For me, is getting a good eight to nine, maybe 12 hours of sleep every night. And we'll plan it in advance. Yes. Okay. I don't okay. do nothing 
that break into my sleep. As soon as the sun start going down, Carla Perez. <laughs> you done? Stick a fork Oh, in no, you. I'm already in the bed. I was in the bed by 3.15. <laughs> but what is it that, that now that we older, we're our parents' age when we was like, ooh, they so old. But now I got to get about eight hours of sleep. And we'll wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, drink some water, you know what I'm saying? But what do y'all do now that you old that you thought? I ain't never, I, man, I used to party all night long with the Bulls mm. in 85 till. <gasps> okay, the sorry. What was you going to say, Tom? I got, I got one for you, sure. I didn't never think what I you would got? do this. Sunday evening, I got to watch 60 Minutes. I had no idea yeah. I would do that. <laughs> yeah. I used to hate walking in the house with my mom and then watching 60 Minutes. Now I got to tune in and see what's happening in the world. As soon as the clock start ticking. Soon as <laughs> yes. the clock, Leslie Style, yes. Scott yes. Pellet, you know, they be in there bogarting people, kicking indoors, embarrassing people on their jobs. Man, I love 60 Minutes. Shout out to CBS. <laughs> Keep getting my check. Hey, I'll let you go. I'll let Shout you go. I'll let you go. I now sit on the sofa mm-hmm. with a woman tucked under my arm uh-huh. watching something on TV that I have absolutely no damn interest in. <laughs> the housewife, Steve. The housewife. Uh, no yeah. damn interest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. And watch the whole thing. And do you get interested, Steve? Do you get interested? I try to be. You know, some of it, it makes you interested. You find yourself asking questions. See, something I do now that I ain't think I'd be what? doing. Paying mm-hmm. the whole bill at the restaurant. <laughs> what? It used to be, yeah, it used to be I'm paying my half, and we just have to talk. Oh, wait, here goes something <laughs> I do. Talk about bills. Uh-huh. I pay uh-huh. all my bills now for they call. <laughs> as soon as I get them, Steve. As soon as I get them, That's Steve, I write the check, pay the whole yeah. thing off. They so call me back and live. go, you want us to cash this? Oh you want us God. to cash this? You want to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cheryl, thank you. Thank you so much for coming up at the top of the hour. We're going to the phones to check Steve Harvey's voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time to go to the phones and check your voicemail. You can call them at 877-29-STEVE. Here we go. Caller number one is from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Steve, what's happening, man? Calling from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Beat 99.3. Hey, got a question, man. Say if you got married and your wife's email had her and her ex name in it, and when you got married... Uh, she still uses. Don't you think that's a problem? Let me know, Steve. Yeah. Mm. Uh, straight out of Pine Bluff. First of all, thank you for calling and listening to the Almighty Station down there in Pine Bluff. You damn right, it's a problem. <laughs> His name can't show up at nothing coming on this here house up in here. It can't come on the email. It can't come on none of the mail. It can't, if his son was in there, his name got to go. Can't nothing mail come up in here off of him. Is it a problem? Yes, it's a damn problem. Get yourself a new email. Send it out. But what you're not finna do is your ex be up in my face. Your ex can't come in my house no kind of way. There's new Kang up in here. Now, if you want the old Kang, go on and get him back. But I'm the new Kang. It can't happen in here. Unequivocally, that is a damn problem. 
And I'm saying it right now. And I'm using a little angry tone to it because yeah. I'd be mad if I was you. And for her not to understand that, it's something wrong with her. I don't want to change my email. I tell you what, it better not. Better let, let it ring on this computer again. <laughs> ding, James, ding, ding my ass. <laughs> James and Karen at Yahoo.com. <laughs> 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 no, nah, you got to get a new email. That's easy to fix. All right, let's go to Tressa. Call a li- uh, caller number two, Tressa. Hi, Steve. This is Teresa. I just want to say your show has really helped me. Mental depression helped me with my mom. You guys are great. I don't care what anybody says. You are entertaining and uplifting. Old radio, all your staff. Thank you, Steve. That was nice. Oh, okay. Teresa. Well, you know, I mean, listen, that's what we're here for. We are here to give you that uplifting moment. Look, you get enough of the news. We're not a news station. We have really four great comedic minds on this show, all with different angles of comedy. And for us not to use it is a waste of time because no other morning show has that. We have working comedians on this show. Three of them are presently touring. Why would we not take advantage of that? So listen, this show is geared to give you a break from the monotony of this world. And we're going to get back into that more and more and more. Laughter is essential. It's great medicine. It releases endorphins in your body and you feel better when you laugh. Now look, when it's time to give you the important news, we're going to be there for you. When it's time to give you the information you need, we're going to be there for you. But the rest of the time, we in here for something else. Talk about Ignatz. The rest Ignatz. Of the time. Come on. I come to work. I, I try to get you to spit stuff out your mouth on your window in your car. Yes. On that your, your computer screen. That's yes. my whole goal, to spit on people in the car. We've all done that. To have some people on... Your job saying, hey, hey, all that damn no, what is you doing? You want them what, Tommy? I want them to pee on themselves where they got to turn around and go back home and change their clothes. That's oh, what I'm trying no. to do. Yeah. We want you yeah. to laugh yeah. so hard on this show that you forget to take the baby to school. Now, you and the baby both at work. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> we don't, as long as you laugh. Okay. Ignorance is the key. Yeah. I didn't All right. Know. Man, that's what we want. Uh. Straight stupidity. Yeah, and we're not right apologizing now. for it either. No. <laughs> now, we're going to tell you who to vote for, it. but that next commercial break, we coming yeah. right back in here with it. Y'all need to talk about because they was talking about this on this other. Whatever. We That ain't what we do. <laughs> nah. CNN is on. Fox is on. Go watch your, whatever you looking at. We're oh in here God. for Holland. <laughs> All right, thank you for your phone calls, 877. Holland. 29 Steve. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we can't get enough of the featured article in GQ magazine, Steve. We love the headline, Steve Harvey, the style icon. We're proud of you, too. So, Steve, please tell everyone how to check out the article about you and your stylist um, in GQ. Just go to GQ.com and uh, hit the search button. You can type in Steve Harvey. And I appreciate you doing it because I'm going to just be honest with you. I got to prove to people something because, you know, it's people in the department. Well, is he really that? I mean, you know, look, we know him from Family Feud. We know him, but does he move the needle? Okay. All right, I'll tell you what. 
I'm going to show you who moved the needle right here. I'll sick the Steve Harvey Nation on y'all. Here's a play with us. We changed the election last year. We Hello. did that. We did that. So I know good and hell well we can cause a little turbulence on your website. So everybody right now that's listening, just go to GQ.com and type in Steve Harvey and go to the article and click it on. You ain't even got to read it. And then go back and do it again. Do it 10 times today. <laughs> Aggravate them. Just wear it and have the little people down there. What is all these clicks? What are all these clicks? Because I told y'all, y'all didn't know who you was messing with. Steve Harvey Nation Real. Everybody, please, today, go to GQ.com and then type in Steve Harvey and watch the magic happen. Oh, who they playing with? Man, I ain't finna ask y'all no more. <laughs> Just do like I tell you now. <laughs> Yo, Uncle all Steve right. said... Get off the computer. Uncle Steve said, GQ.com, Steve Harvey. What are we doing now? Get it on there so I can read what they said about it. Coming up, would you rather (laughs) have 33 minutes after, right after this? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we go with another round of would you rather, would you rather be forced to listen to the same 10 songs on repeat for the rest of your life or would you mm-hmm. rather be forced to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life? Hmm. No, same 10 I'd, songs? No, I'd rather listen to the same 10 songs. Yeah, yeah. 10 songs. I knew you would yeah. say that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to watch these movies, though. And I knew you would say that. Yeah. We're going to have Shawshank up in now. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> not no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Color Purple going to be up in now. Godfather going to be up in now. Braveheart going to be in now. You ain't got a movie with levity in there yet. You're going to be depressed. I'm good. It's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah, now, I listen to the same day. 10 songs. I'm good. I like it. He like going to listen to Jodeci for 10 damn songs. I don't what care. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> they always rather do something different than me. Come on. What's next? All right. All right. Here we go. Would you rather accidentally text your boss one of those sexy pictures, you know, sexting, or would you rather accidentally leave your pastor a very sexy voicemail? Message. Hmm. So it's your I'm, boss I'm, I'm with a picture of you. Yeah. I'm going with the pastor. I, I or your pastor with a sexy voice. Well, you know who my boss is. I can't send none of this No, don't send that to me, kid. Me and your relationship going to change forever. I'm talking about forever, dog. All this mentoring, coming over for cigars, all that's out. That's what I can't do. Is, hey, you, little, you got your little self laying on your lap. You're going to send me a picture. Hold up, dog. Hold up, partner. I don't give a damn what it was. Hey, you already you already know we had a boy do that. Oh, God, yes. Hello, we'll do that over here. Bye. Former staff member. Yeah. do this with you? No, we're not doing that up in here. So you're gonna you'd rather send your pastor a sexy voicemail? We can hey, we girl, can pray about yeah. it later, you know. <laughs> Ask for forgiveness. Yeah. God forgives. Yeah. yeah. That a whole if my lot pastor's a woman, then you know hey, it is what it is. Sorry, pastor. Hey, boy, how you doing? But, but but now you see you know you know what we're working with over here. So. You know. <laughs> Wait, now you yeah. see what we work working with? Yeah, I'm just you know I can work it out with the pastor. I can't mess my money up. <laughs> yeah. No. See, pastor, you can ask for forgiveness. Uh, Your boss, you may have to look for another job. Right, another job. <laughs> and you got a lot of jobs. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. All right, that's Would You Rather for today. Coming up next, 
It is our last break of the day, and of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Thursday. Yeah, yeah. close to Friday. Right. <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> Master P. Yeah. You messed me up. You said Friday. I thought it was it. It ain't, it ain't Friday. <laughs> One more day. No, this yeah, is Thursday, but it's close to Friday, yeah. though. This is Tommy's Real favorite close. day. Yeah, right? Tommy. days don't matter to you. You working anyway. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm finna be off. You know, Tommy doesn't like Fridays. He likes Thursdays, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Thursday. Hey, y'all. So check this out. Okay. Me and the crew was talking, and I just want to share something with you. Um, In my closing remarks, listen to this. Opportunities abound everywhere nowadays. Now listen to me, before you take the, Steve, what opportunities? I don't see nothing happening. COVID and did this and I've been down for a year and it don't seem like nothing out there. Ain't nobody hiring it. As a hiring freeze, stop, stop. I said opportunities abound everywhere. In spite of COVID, in spite of all the companies losing, of, in spite of all the jobs that's gone, do you realize there are people still being blessed during this time? There are some people who can tell you some incredible stories. Now, you can be one of those people if you open up your eyes to receive. See, instead of opening your eyes to point out what's wrong, just think if you opened up your eyes to possibilities. See, they're your eyes. You get to control what you look at now. You can look for everything that's wrong or you can look for things that are good. It's up to you, but opportunities abound everywhere, but you gotta open your eyes to it. Listen, folks, me and the crew was talking off air, and I'm just telling you, man, God is in the blessing business. God is in the recovery business. God is in the help you get your life together business. God is in the forgiving business. God is, God is in the you can do it business. But you have to make a step. You know, look, you can be all the Christian you want to and apply all the faith, but faith without works is dead. You've got to do something. Listen to me. If nothing is happening in your life, do yourself one favor and ask yourself, what are you doing about that? If there's nothing shaking, nothing popping, nothing happening in your life, just simply ask yourself, what are you doing? I can assure you, you're doing nothing. Now, I ain't talking about what you're thinking about. I'm talking about what are you doing? Listen, y'all, it takes some effort. God will bless you, but you got to give him something to bless. God can put his finger on it, but you got to give him something to touch. God can move mountains, but you got to have one. Man, don't just be sitting there on flat ground talking about ain't nothing happening with me. You're not doing anything. It's really simple, man. And I ain't coming down on you, and I hope you don't take it that way. I'm just trying to be encouraging that opportunities abound everywhere, but you got to look for them. Open your eyes to possibilities and don't just have your eyes talking about what's wrong. Stop going around showing, talking about what's wrong. Oh, woe is me. Yeah, oh, woe is everybody, if that's how you're going to look at it. But come on, y'all. 
Things change when you change your attitude. It's success starts in the mind. It starts in the mind. You know, Cheryl was on the radio today joking about, you know, being old and got to get that 10, 12 hours sleep. I, you know, I, I know she was just joking because I know Cheryl Underwood's work ethic. That girl ain't sleep nowhere 12 hours. That girl on the hop to hustle and the grind. That's a joke. But when you sleep, sleep is good for you because sleep allows you to dream. But you only make dreams come true when you awake. So it just stands to reason to me, whatever dreams you have, to make them come true, you have to be awake. So now which one make more sense to you, sleeping or get up? I mean, after you have the dream, you got to get up to make the dream come true. Because if you stay asleep, all you're going to do is keep dreaming. You got to put forth an effort, man. And the effort has to come from you. And it's up to you. It really, really is. It's not up to anyone else. You can change from the prison. I've seen it done. I can't tell you how many times. It's people in prison changing. Because change happens in the mind. It's people who become better people when they get out. It's people who become better people in there. They decided to change to be a better person. Now, if they can do it, what's your excuse? You're free. Are you kidding me? You're free. You have no excuse. Once again, before I close, if you're sitting in your life and nothing is happening, nothing is going on, nothing is moving, nothing is popping, I guarantee you, if you look at yourself closely, it's only because you're doing nothing. What are you doing? Time is ticking. It waits on no man. The clock is moving. It never stops. What are you going to do with the rest of your day, the rest of your week, the rest of your year? Get a plan and start moving towards it, man, because opportunities abound everywhere. You just got to open your eyes and see them because they are right there. But when you see them, you got to make a move. Those are my closing remarks today. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 